0: From the day one hundred and forty-two, shaped by the word, uh, we are in our third season, which is the story of the prophets. And the story of the prophets is indeed a sad one. Uh, the prophets, as we have said from the beginning of our you know study in the prophets, are actually executing a case against Israel for their unfaithfulness, you know, to God's covenant. Matter of fact, in our reading today, you know, God is going to divide Israel as being faithless. In other words, they have left the faith altogether uh, but judah is being unfaithful they're still holding to vestiges of the faith but they don't have the same kind of loyalty to god that god has has to him so as we uh, pick up in uh, chapter 3 and verse 6 uh, there's the theme the theme of unfaithfulness and faithlessness you know that has pervaded both nations and god's appeal to them to return to them you know with all of their heart i'm paul here with uh, matt and david and katie Uh, As we continue our uh, journey through Jeremiah, before we read, as always, we offer ourselves. We offer the moment to the Lord. We always come to the the word of the Lord, anticipation that uh, the very spirit that breathed out the word of God will work in our hearts and lives to breathe it into us and to cause us to to see with new eyes and to hear, you know, with new ears, and to be transformed by the grace that God has for us through the gospel in Christ Jesus. So, Matt, you mind you know, lifting us up before we read?
1: Yeah, let's pray, Father. We thank you that you are um, a faithful God, and and we're quite aware of our faithlessness and our unfaithfulness. And um, and Father, aware of passages that remind us that when we're um, faithless, you remain faithful. And so, as we read jeremiah and and the indictment on israel that they were faithless unfaithful people um father would you would you draw us back to you keep us faithful um in your faithfulness and and we thank you for that picture um, and for the reminder of of who you are and and so um father would we would we catch a a a glimpse of who you are through your word as you speak to us in this time Uh, father continue to encourage us it's in christ's name we pray amen
0: Jeremiah 3, verse 6, and we'll read through chapter 4, verse 4. And during the reign of King Josiah, the Lord said to me, Have you seen what faithless Israel has done? She's gone up on every high hill and under every spreading tree and has committed adultery there. I thought that after she had done all of this, she would return to me, but she did not, and her unfaithful sister Judah saw it. I gave faithless Israel her certificate of divorce and I sent her away because of all of her adulteries. Yet I saw that their unfaithful sister Judah had no fear. She also went out and committed adultery. Because Israel's immorality mattered so little to her, she defiled the land and committed adultery with stone and wood. In spite of all this, her unfaithful sister Judah did not return to me with all of her heart, but only in pretense, declares the Lord. The Lord said to me, Faithless Israel is more righteous than unfaithful Judah. Go proclaim this message toward the north. Return, faithless Israel, declares the Lord. I will frown on you no longer, for I am faithful, declares the Lord. I'll not be angry forever. Only acknowledge your guilt. You have rebelled against the Lord your God. You have scattered your favorites to foreign gods under every spreading tree, and you have not obeyed me, declares the Lord. Return, faithless people, declares the Lord, for I am your husband. I will choose you, one from a town and two from a clan, and bring you to Zion. Then I'll give you shepherds after my own heart who will lead you with knowledge and understanding. In those days, when your numbers have increased greatly in the land, declares the Lord, people will no longer say, The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord. It will never enter their minds or be remembered. They will not be missed, nor will another one be made. At that time, they will call Jerusalem the throne of the Lord, and all the nations will gather in Jerusalem to honor the name of the Lord. No longer will they follow the stubbornness of their evil hearts. In those days, the people of Judah will join the people of Israel, and together they will come from a northern land to the land I gave your ancestors' an inheritance. I myself said, how gladly would I treat you like my children and give you a pleasant land, the most beautiful inheritance of any nation. I thought you would call me father and not turn away from following me, but like a woman unfaithful to her husband, so you, Israel, have been unfaithful to me, declares the Lord." Cries heard on the barren heights, and weeping and pleading of the people of Israel, because they have perverted their ways; they have forgotten the Lord their God. Return, faithless people! I will cure you of ba- I will cure you of backsliding. Yes, we will come to you, for you are the Lord our God. Surely the idolatrous commotion on the hills and the mountains is a deception. Surely in the Lord our God is salvation of Israel. From our youth, shameful gods have consumed the fruits of our ancestors' labor, their flocks and their herds, their sons and their daughters. Let us lie down in our shame and let our disgrace cover us. We have sinned against the Lord our God, both we and our ancestors. From our youth till this day, we have not obeyed the Lord our God. If you, Israel, return, then return to me, declares the Lord. If you put your detestable idols out of my sight and no longer go astray, and if in the truthful, just, and righteous way you swear as surely as the Lord lives, then nations will invoke blessings by him, and in him they will boast. This is what the Lord says to the people of Judah and to Jerusalem. Break up your unplowed ground, and do not sow among the thorns. Circumcise yourself to the Lord, circumcise your heart, you people of Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Or my wrath will flare up and burn like fire because of the evil that you have done. Burn with no one. Uh, burn with no one there to quench it. Uh, very vivid, you know. And God actually says uh, that to faithless Israel, uh, those who have forsaken Him altogether, are more righteous than unfaithful Judah, those who uh, kind of turn to God in pretense, but not with all of their heart. And you kind of get the same image, you know, that, uh, you know, we speak up in Revelation 3, I would that you're either hot or cold mm-hmm. uh, because uh, you're neither. You know, I spew you out of my mouth. And, and you see the ground that Judah is trying to hold. It's kind of a middle ground, both hanging on to the world and, uh, you know, the privileges of culture around them being infiltrated by the culture around them and kind of going through the motions, you know, in their service to the Lord.
1: Man, there's so much that's reminding me of Prodigal God just because we're in the middle of reading it. Because, I mean, you just described the younger son and the elder son. And as just thinking of Judah being the elder son, you know, going through the motions, but his heart is far from the father. Um, Man, I I don't really have much to say about it except that it's just striking and probably just because I read it last Mm. night.
0: (laughs) No, the image, you know, the image is, you know, the image is are not you know just fresh to the New Testament uh, mm-hmm. but you have you know you have two ways of being far from God one is you know to run from him altogether. And the other is to remain in the father's house, but not be, you know, completely devoted to the father. Mm-hmm. And of course, there's a little difference here with, you know, Judah, because the idolatries that Israel has, you know, embraced, they're, they're kind of embracing, but they're keeping it on the down low. In other mm-hmm. words, they're kind of living a, a secret double life. Mm-hmm. And, and the double life is more, you know, disgusting to the Lord than those that just said that we've had enough and walked away.
2: No, That's that you read it earlier, but that's that you know you, you don't have I, I don't have your heart you're just doing these things in pretense mm-hmm. you're just going through these motions and and, and and man if that's not religion i don't know what it is. of just doing these things your heart's not engaged and and yet the invitation to to both of them is return and i love that mm-hmm. return faithless israel for i am faithful acknowledge your guilt So there's an invitation to return to repent and then you know he lays out all the wonderful things you know how gladly i want to treat you like children mm-hmm. And just that beautiful visual of whatever you've been going after, when you return back to the Lord, it's so much better what he gives, what he provides, rather than what we were seeking after, uh, apart from him.
0: And of course, through this, you hear the invitation return to me. Mm -hmm. And and of course, we're hearing, you know, hearing that word that we talked about earlier in in the week. Uh, the word that you know can mean repentance uh, but you have you know, you have it in two ways you've turned to the wrong way you've turned away from me rather than turning to me and so there's a continuing invitation you know in return faithless people declares the Lord for I am your husband I will choose you uh, one from a town and two from a clan and bring you into Zion then I will give you shepherds after my own heart mm-hmm. and of course we see you know here a glimpse of, uh, the one who would you know come on a hillside in uh, Judea and say, "I am the good shepherd, mm-hmm. and I lay down my life, you know, for the sheep." And yes. so you see the foreshadowing of the promise of what we have in Christ. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and don't you love? I mean, the, the, the message that's being proclaimed here is the same message that Jesus begins to to preach. You know, the, the Lord's saying, "Return to me, repent. Mm-hmm. You know, acknowledge your guilt and and believe. You know, return back to me." And when Jesus shows up, He says, "Repent. You know, and and believe the kingdom of God is here." And just seeing these things developed, um, this is the call to all of us to return, you know, faithless people, whether we're unfaithful or faithless. And even thinking through, you know, Israel obviously goes into exile first and Judah's watching on. You know, they should have seen that and repented and and, and
0: and acknowledged. And that's what he refers to here. I I gave her a certificate of divorce. In other words, I sent her away, you know, from her her land. You know, she has been conquered. And 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 all of that, and and you hear, you know, in. Verse twelve: Return, faithless Israel! Declares the Lord, "I'll frown on you no longer, for I am faithful," declares the Lord, "and I'll not be angry forever." So you remember in chapter two, they ask the question, "Lord, will you be angry with us forever?" Mm, And you get the answer to it here: No, my anger, you know, my anger is for a purpose—to purify you and to cause you to return. So even in judgment, there's a a, a severe mercy, Mm -hmm. you know, of God uh, bringing His people to the ends of themselves and the consequences. Of his of their own sin uh, in order that they might return from him and, and he talks about all the goodness I would have provided for mm-hmm. you a great <laughs> land a luscious place and a rain from heaven you know my desires for you and, and of course we'll do that you know, in you and one of the famous verses in Jeremiah 29 I know the plans I have for you mm-hmm. to prosper you and not to harm you to give you a hope in the future uh, but Israel you know you know will not have it yeah I um,
2: love the little gospel glimpse in 22 return faithless people i will cure you of backsliding not this whole hey get cured get right. cleaned up and there's nothing you can come back do. to me yeah. now you come to me you can be broken i'm the one that does this work in you and that's just a just a fun little gospel note there
0: and you do kind of have a you know a gospel bridge you know in, in verse 13 only acknowledge your guilt mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we really can't, you know, come to a place where I can cure you and, until you have finally realized, you know, your guilt and the depths, you know, to which you have fallen, which, of course, again, is the invitation that uh, – you know, Jesus gives to the you know church in, in, in Ephesus. Remember the height, you know, from which you've fallen, and repent and do the things you did at first, and I will restore you as my people. And so you see that image here and that promise here. We also kind of realize, you know, that everything we see in the New Testament is has been on the lips of God, you know, for quite a long time. And we find them again on the lips of, you know, Jesus in so many you know, so many key places. And all of this. Yeah. Father, thank you so much. I, for warning. Thank you so much for inviting. Thank you so much for uh, calling us to acknowledge our guilt and promising to heal us and to restore us. Uh, You are a good God. Amen.